Blog Talk Radio. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into triumphs. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories. So sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. Welcome to another edition of Wrestle City Radio. Thank you so, so very much for all you fans who have tuned in for the past couple of weeks and the ones who are tuning in, whether you're new or, again, coming back to us from the couple, last couple of weeks. Thank you so very much for, of course, supporting us from ground up. Uh, we here at Russell City Radio really, really appreciate all of you who are taking your time off your very busy schedule, which we know you are very busy either with children or with your own personal life, with work, and you actually took the time to open up our show and listen. So for that, we say thank you. Without you, we would not be here. Uh, but I am your host, George Alonso. You you are about to he- you are about to travel into their city where you're going to hear their stories from struggles turned into triumph that's known as Russell City uh, and basically this is where they all live where they all strive and where they all build their reputation in the world of professional wrestling and of course we have a very special guest here for you today of course I'll let you know who that will be in a second but before in case I haven't done before and for all you new listeners I am your host George Alonzo and we are going to be talking some great topics here today including WWE WWE SummerSlam, and who I believe will be stealing the show this year. Uh, as we all know, WWE has really been promoting heavily for this year's SummerSlam by even showing uh, clips, 15-second uh, clips, I believe it is, or 20-second clips of previous SummerSlam events leading up to this year's SummerSlam. And, of course, I will go ahead and uh, run down a couple matches of what I'm expecting and who I, who I think will be stealing the show. Again, this is my own opinion, not saying that it should be anyone else's. If you agree with me, great. If you don't, even great. So I support everyone's opinions here on the show. Uh, of course, but before we start talking about WWE SummerSlam, uh, I do want to tell you our special guest of the evening is one-third of the trio tag team known as Cyberhawks 2000 uh, in Chikara. This man has only had one year experience so far in the ring, and he's already making a name for himself with the Chikara brand. I'm talking about Dangerhawk. We'll be here on the show, the high-flying Dangerhawk. Uh, and mind you guys, if you haven't seen this man in action, I really, really suggest you do. He's actually the current... <clears throat> and reigning Young Lions Cup champion for Chikara, and uh, he will be with
with us in just a second. Uh, and he's actually, this is going to be a long-distance phone call, guys, because he's all the way out in cyberspace. So this is, please bear with me as this is a pretty long-distance phone call. We are literally calling from Earth to God knows where cyberspace is. I have the patch number. I have everything I have to, to reach out. Thanks to our, our, our behind-the-scenes uh, agent, Remy Blue. We got everything all set up before we could give him a call. But please bear with me for any technical issues as we have never called cyberspace before. Uh, but, guys, that is who we're going to have here on the show, Dangerhawk, one-third of the trio tag team known as Cyberhawks 2000. So, guys... Uh, now going into SummerSlam, uh, the topic I wanted to bring up. Guys, One, I'm going to shoot already from the hip. I'm going to shoot straight, and I'm going to say right now I feel like the, the, the show stealer. The, the match that everyone's going to be talking about after SummerSlam will be none other than Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Yes, a lot of people are probably now, it, it, you know, you're, you might be sitting on your chair or on your computer or even on your phone listening to our show and saying, all right, but that's obvious. Listen, this is a match that is bent on emotion, and ever since that big breakdown in Talking Smack, where both of them got into each other's face, where people were questioning, is this a shoot? Is this a real promo? Is this that? Is this that? Listen, no one knows as we are just on the other side of the fence. We don't write for WWE. We don't tell them what to do. We are not part of the business. So I'm not going to go ahead and, and take a guess whether it was a shoot or if it was a promo. But either way, no matter which way it was, I'm going to go ahead and say it was amazing from that point of, of course, talking smack. So, guys, what I'm trying to say is this is a match that's been eight years in the making. Okay, eight years, and then just for that last promo that they had, or shoot, whatever you want to call it, in Talking Smack is pretty much the cherry on top when it comes to this feud and when it comes to the actual match that they will have at SummerSlam. So, guys, I feel like Daniel Bryan and The Miz will be stealing the show because they have a momentum that none of the other matches have. Yes, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar have almost similar to the same momentum because they've been feuding, what did they say, for about three years. But <clears throat> a lot of people, as you all know, uh, fans-wise, are not happy that Roman Reigns is getting another shot, and fans are just not happy with Brock Lesnar in general, so it being a part-timer and all. So, and I've already had a discussion about Brock Lesnar being a part-timer. I, I actually, you know, have to say that they were doing a Hulk Hogan with him, but anyway, that was, that's for another story. But, you know, that was already... People were already disappointed from WrestleMania, this past WrestleMania, and then we got it again at the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble event in Saudi Arabia, where people were, well, I can't say for anything there because that wasn't in our country, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're getting it again at SummerSlam. Listen, to me, I want to defend their actual match, not from this past WrestleMania, but I believe it was WrestleMania 31, uh, where Seth Rollins actually cashed in. I feel like that was their greatest collision out of so far all their matches together. 
But this this time around, the reason why I'm also saying that these guys have the same momentum, similar, is because yes, it's been three years of the feud, but at the same time, why I'm not why I'm saying they won't compare to The Miz and Daniel Bryan is because people are tired of seeing Lesnar and, and, and Reigns. People are not tired and been, having, been wanting to see Miz versus Daniel Bryan since they even told Daniel Bryan to retire when Miz started to you know, copy his moves and so on and so forth. So when I say... They're looking forward to that match. I'm saying they're looking forward to that match. At least I am. I will be more than happy to hear your opinions on what you guys think as far as what match you're looking forward to. Another match that actually a lot of people are catching the eye on, of course, let's throw it out there, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Guys, I was speaking to... um, my co-host, or the host of the Roman Show on this matter. And uh, by the way, guys, make sure you tune into the Roman Show as well every week. Uh, they are our partners in this whole journalism gig. Uh, and by all means, they are amazing. I co-host on this show, and we talk MMA and pro wrestling. But anywho, uh, we, I actually had a discussion with the host of the Roman Show, uh, Mr. Rodolfo Roman, uh, about this issue about Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. And um, I forgot who it was that mentioned it on social media, that they said, I think it was on WrestleZone.com, where they were actually putting in their opinions on how the, the match should take place. And they were mentioning that this match should not be more than five minutes just because of Ronda Rousey's background and, of course, Alexa Bliss being smaller and, and it wouldn't make sense in a story uh, method when it comes to Alexa Bliss, you know, giving competition to Ronda Rousey. To me, I, I had that discussion with the host, of course, everyone to each opinions. I have to agree that Ronda should end the match within five minutes. It will shock the crowd, and then it will lead to a rematch at the following pay-per-view, where then you get to see more action out of Alexa Bliss because now the game plan is set to get the title back. So it, it, it makes story-wise sense. But, again, I'm not a writer. I wish I was for the WWE. Uh, time will tell what we're going to get when it comes to Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Either way, I feel like this is the money fight that the WWE needs alongside, of course, The Miz and Daniel Bryan. So that's my opinion, guys, my respectful opinion. If you have any opinions on SummerSlam or anything, or opinions even on what I said here today, feel free to even reach out to our Russell City Radio fan page on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Russell City Radio, and drop us a comment, drop us a message, and say, hey, George, I agree, or hey, George, I don't agree, or whatever you like. I respect everyone's opinion here on the show. Uh, Even tell us what your favorite match uh, is going into WWE SummerSlam this year, uh, by all means, and I will be more than happy to read it off on the air while we're live here before we speak to Danger Hawk, which actually is about time that we reach out to the man all the way in cyberspace. So let's go ahead 
please, again, bear with me. This is the first time I'm reaching outer space for a guest. So let's go ahead and reach out to the one and the only Danger Hawk. Hello? Uh, uh, wow, the patch worked. Uh, Mr. Dangerhawk, is that you? Yep. How are you? Hey, hey, can you hear Can you hear us loud and clear here from Earth? Because I know we're calling all the way in cyberspace out there. Can you hear us? Oh, I can hear you. I'm, uh, I'm not in cyberspace at the moment. I'm here at uh, headquarters. Oh! Oh, even better. Remy, we don't need the patch anymore. Take off the patch. <laughs> Thank you. All right, perfect. That, that's awesome. That's good to know, Danger Rock. So, uh, first and foremost, thank you so very much for coming on our show. We do appreciate your time and your efforts, and and even your your moments to hear speak to us about your stories, and and especially coming into the world of professional wrestling. So, thank you very much for coming on our show. Yep, no problem. Thank you for having me. Of of course. As a matter of fact, Danger, we actually had you do a cameo when we were speaking to Rory Gulak uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, training <laughs> yep. for your big, uh, you know, uh, cross-promotional event. Uh, did did it pass already? Yeah, right? It passed about a week ago or two? About two weeks ago, yeah. How, how did that go? How did it go for you? Uh, really well, actually, I uh, came out with the Young Lions Cup Championship. Yep, first reigning ever Young Lions championship uh, and being only one year in the business uh, with one year experience, which we'll get to that a little later. But basically, how, how does that feel, man? Like, yes, you're, you've trained, you've, you've busted your butt. I'm going to go PG-13 on that one. You've busted your butt, you've <laughs> sacrificed sweat, you've sacrificed blood, you've sacrificed time with friends. You've done it all, and already one year into the business and you're already given the Young Lions Championship. How, how does that feel? Well, no pun intended to worry, but it feels amazing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> yeah, like... I it, would it just, imagine. Yeah, it's really just validation for like coming to Earth and fighting alongside Razor and Knight. It, it was right. It was the right choice. That's freaking amazing, and I'm pretty sure your your cyber parents up there in cyberspace were extremely proud of you when you won the championship. Uh, and being oh, as definitely. it may, being as it may, like now that I'm mentioning even your cyber parents into this matter, and I don't want to get too personal, and and I'm not going to throw anything personal under the bus. But how did your cyber family feel when you told them, "Hey, I'm going to." become a wrestler like did you have their full support when you first were flying over to earth to train oh definitely well unfortunately i came to earth because i wanted to step up after silverhawk was taken out of commission by the creatures of the deep so they were all for me coming here even though it was dangerous I, but that's my name <laughs> <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> Again. So, it, it, 
but you know, being as it may, Mr. Hawk, like uh, one thing a lot of people even did when you first came in, at least the fans I've spoken to, uh, you know, before I had you on the show, they were all saying, "Man, the Cyberhawks 2000, they remind us a lot of the the, the ants." You know, and I'm like, you know, now that you think about it, now that I think about it, yeah, they they kind of remind me of the ants in, in a way. I know you've had a past mm-hmm. uh, working with the ants as well. You know, besides your your regular cyber mates, like when it comes to the hawks and the ants, what are can you tell the fans that are tuning in right now, the ones that were asking me about this, can you tell us what has was the difference between the hawks and the ants? Well. <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful towards my friends, but I would say we're we're a little more sly, <laughs> even though they are great. They are they are great. They're they're awesome. They can do things that like I just I don't think I could like imagine. Like I can I can even picture it. Like how? But we're the flyest of the new millennium. Hmm. It- and with that also being said, with the new millennium, you know, everyone has gone onto social media. I'm pretty sure you've seen it all over social media yourself, like with some wrestlers uh, jumping on Randy Orton's, uh, you know, cocktails uh, when he mentioned on his promo, oh, it, it, you don't respect me because I don't fly. Or, and a lot of people also jumped on that and said, man, if only people understood that or young wrestlers understood, you don't need to fly in every match, which I know you entertain your fans with both high-flying yeah. maneuvers and, of course, ground maneuvers. You don't just do flying, but right. that's part of your arsenal. Like what, Coming from a high-flyer's point of view, now that I'm speaking to one, how did you feel when that promo was done by Randy Orton? Well, I, I actually agree. I mean, you don't have to fly. I just, for me, I, I can't help myself. It's just, it's just in my nature. I have to. <laughs> That's awesome. Did, did, did you ever feel like, uh, like there's a cruiserweight out there that maybe that <sighs> – I don't want to say that the guys that you've been wrestling with in Chikara haven't pushed you to your limits, but has, because I'm I'm pretty sure they, they have. all have. Yeah, exactly, especially the Sea Monsters. But when it comes to a cruiserweight, you know, in this business, whether it's WWE, TNA, uh, you know, Lucha Underground, that you feel like your limits will be tested even further past what Chikara has already pushed. Because you know how they say in the business, Mr. Hawk, with every match you learn something new. Yes. Who do you, fe- who do you feel will be that ultimate cruiserweight that will take you to your ultimate limits? Well, I mean, there's so many. I mean, just look at 205 Live. You have mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander. But I, I would have to say Drew Gulak. Just because I feel like I would have to, I would have to find something, something else, just something different. I would really have to dig down deep to stop him. I mean, he, huh. he's awesome. I wonder if Rory Gulak is listening. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Wouldn't that? <laughs> oh, oh God! 
this is a guy that was on our – by the way, folks, uh, for you that you don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to Rory and Danger, uh, actually we had uh, Rory Gulak. What, what was it, Danger Hog, like about two, three weeks ago? Uh, we had yep. uh, Rory Gulak here on the show where Danger Hog made a cameo before he went into the big event, the cross-promotional event, uh, that he, where he won the Young Lions Championship. And basically the reason why I'm mentioning if Rory Gulak is listening is because of the fact that Danger made a cameo on Rory. And now that Danger mentions Drew, I wonder if Rory heard that. <laughs> That's what – to bring everyone up to speed, basically. So – with that yeah. being said, you said that Drew would be your ultimate cruiserweight, you know, opponent and all that, and and that such. And of course, I would love to see that happen—the high flyer versus the ground wrestler. Uh, but here's another Definitely. question: you know, speaking about high flying and ground wrestling, you know, mass wrestling also, you know, is very a very big staple. When you think high flying wrestling, automatically, to a fan, they'll say Mexican wrestling. When it comes to high yes. flying, they'll say, "Hey, uh, high flying this, high flying that." Oh, me- you know, just like the people do in Mexico. And then when you think mm-hmm. Mexico, you think mass wrestling. You know, being a mass luchador yourself, danger. What, what does the mask, you know, speak to you? How does the mask? What does the mask mean to you as well? Well, it's a part of my identity. I mean, a lot of my trainers are mass wrestlers. I mean, Fire Ant, Ophidian. I respect them. I respect like the culture and where they come from. Like I have to, I, my mask is my identity. I, I have to have my mask. Hmm. And, and that's, that's a great thing to feel because I used to be a mass luchador myself, Mr. Hawk. And one thing yeah. I did every single time. And a lot of people would actually, uh, and we're going to go into very in depth on this conversation here, danger. A lot of people yes. would ask me, why are you still wearing the mask while you're in the car? Because <laughs> in America, I don't know if you've seen it, Mr. Hawk, but in America, I feel like they're just not used to a person, whether you're Mexican, Puerto Rican, uh, American, still holding on to the mask while you drive away. And that is actually yeah. one thing that's very, very popular in Mexico. Like, you never reveal your identity. Have you ever been in that situation, Mr. Hogg, where, like, people are like, why are you still wearing your mask? You could take it off now, you know? Definitely. But, like, I need my mask because another point is when I'm in these situations and I see these, like, these dangerous maneuvers that I can, that I can connect with, I need my mask. My mask is what gives me the, the will, the heart to do it. At least that's what I think. That's what I feel. It, like when you, con- when you connect to your mask like that, because that's actually amazing. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about my character, about my uh, Lucha character that I played as. But when I did my mask, it connected to the character. But you're saying your mask connects to your, your not just to your character, not just to who you are as an identity, but it also connects to your ability to wrestle. How is that? Uh, explain to me that, please. I, I can't explain. It's just something about it that makes me. It 
it makes me become Danger Hawk. Huh. And I put the mask on and the rest of my gear, I'm ready. I can do anything. I will do anything. That That's actually the first time. I, I really like that. I'm a big fan, and I and I applaud you for that. That I Thank really, you. really like that answer. I did not expect that. You caught me off guard. You, as you can tell, I'm <laughs> kind of like I'm kind of like speechless right now. I've never heard that answer. <laughs> wow. Okay. So with that being said, you know, uh, of course, you also I've seen this happen a couple times, and I don't know the locker rooms you've shared, uh, Mr. Hawk, but I've shared locker rooms with situations where, you know, and all due respect to the veterans, that. I saw one time a veteran step up to a mass luchador down here in South Florida. I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to mention any heat about it. I'm just going to tell you the scenario. A veteran walked up to a mass luchador, and he said, take off your mask while you're talking to a veteran. And to me, I felt like that wasn't right because in Mexico, you don't talk to a mass luchador that way because mass wrestling is almost like – superheroes to to these kids and yes. superheroes to the to the wrestlers themselves you, they portray the character they don't just act the character they are the character so right. you know what in what's have you ever been in that kind of situation yourself mr hawk or or has any of your your you know peers or or even fellow mass superstars ever been in a situation where Hey, this veteran's coming up to me and he's telling me to take off my mask. What what would you have done in that situation? Would you kept the mask on or? Uh, well, fortunately, I haven't been in that situation. No one I I know has, but like, it's a complex situation. I mean, you have yeah. to show respect to the people that came before you. Correct. But at the same time, you have to show respect to the culture. So, I like like you just said, like I'm speechless. I really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. I, I don't know. In my very own eyes, and this was while I was still a mass luchador myself, and I had the mask mask on, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's very hard because I won't take a mask for a take off my mask for a fan, but do I take my mask off for a veteran? It kind of like le- left me like what you're saying, speechless. It's like, what do I do? I don't want to step on his toe. But at the same time, I want to respect my culture. So right. it, it it was very hard per se. So I'm I'm with you on that. I'm a hundred percent. But with me even talking <clears throat> with me even talking about mass superstars, uh, Mr. Hawk, uh, you know, and being superheroes. What was was there ever a superhero you grew up on? Like I don't know if in your planet in cyberspace, if you guys read comic books or or what have you. But was there ever a superhero that stood out to you and said, "Hey, I want to be like this guy"? But once I arrived here on Earth, I saw all the comic book heroes. I mean, Spider Man, he's he's awesome. Uh, Captain America, Batman, like all of them. I'm really in this uh, comic books right now at the moment. I mean, they're awesome. Like. I guess and, I even like picked the, up a few things in the ring from really comic book movies. Yeah, huh. interesting. It, 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 you know, when people even talk Shakara, Mister Hogg, they say Shakara is not your typical oh, yeah. wrestling promotion. As a matter of fact, I've spoken to many Shakara superstars here on the show, and every time we talk Shakara, they always tell me Shakara is not your typical wrestling show. It's a comic book brought oh, to yeah. life. 
So tell us about that. Tell us your opinion on Shakara because that's your home. That's your home away from home. Um, tell tell me, what, what do you say about Shakara and comic books? It's, it's awesome. It really is like comic book come to life. I mean, all these colorful characters, uh, people, sea creatures, hawks, ants. I, I couldn't believe it when I came here. Like, it's real. It's, it's awesome. Let me tell you something. If I was at a Shikara show, I don't know whether I, my nerd side will come out for, is that I show that I show at Comic Con, or if I my wrestling side would show, or a mix of both. Most likely, it would be a mix of both. But one graduate that everyone would always remember coming out of Shikara is Heidi Lovelace. Yes. Of course, everyone knows her now as Ruby Riot. Did you ever have a chance to work with her while she was in Shakara, Danger Hawk? Unfortunately, no. I arrived much later after she had already left, but I wish I did. She, she's awesome. What, what would you do if she ever made a little surprise return just by saying, hey, guys, how you all doing? Just like you guys are having a show, because it tends to happen. <laughs> it does tend to happen. Yeah. I've seen it. Where, like, an indie show is happening at the same time as of a, of a WWE show on that weekend, and then all of a sudden, that WWE superstar, in this case Ruby Riot, will show up in her home indie sh- uh, company and be like, hey guys, what, what would you do if that ever happened to you? I don't know, I might have to amp up the dangerous, <laughs> the dangerous zone, the moves. <laughs> I mean, she would have to see, like, the things I can do. I would want to impress her for sure, you know? Ain't that the truth? Everyone would want to impress her, <laughs> but but in the, it, it, do you ever see the Cyberhawks? Do you see you see Cyberhawks 2000 reaching out to Mexico as well, Mr. Hawk? Oh, I definitely hope so. That would be just phenomenal. It would be awesome. What I, would you like? With, uh, of course, now, like, independent wrestling growing to a, a, a point where anything is possible for wrestlers, whether you're big, small, skinny, big, no matter what size you are, independent wrestling has now become such a popular entity where it's like, hey, this is the perfect time to become a professional wrestler. Uh, my last question to you, Mr. Hawk, in this case is, like, how do you feel as a professional wrestler, now that you're in this business, now that you're living your dream, you know, what do you have to say now that you're in the spot that you are? I I guess the one thing I want to say is, like, you haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen nothing. Things are only going to get more and more dangerous from this point on. Now that I'm a Young Lions Cup champion, (laughs) things are definitely going to be interesting. I mean, awesome. this Saturday, I'm defending the cup. Really? You're, this coming Saturday, you're defending the title already? Well, the cup, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm defending it against Sage Phillips, live at the Wrestle Factory, 3 p.m. Guys, make sure you write that down if you're tuning in uh, from anyone that's a Wrestle Factory fan. Be there to enjoy that match. That's a match you definitely do not want to miss. Danger Hog in action. Oh, especially yeah. now. Especially now. Not saying that you didn't have it before, but now you have even more reason to put up a fight. Especially because now you're defending a cup. Yes, so, definitely. I actually, 
I actually would like to personally invite you to come to Chikara, enter the danger zone, and see just what I got, just what I'm made of. Don't tempt me, Danger Hawk, because that is a company I've been <laughs> wanting tempt to go you. visit. <laughs> Do not tempt me, man. Do not. <laughs> I will fly up there, homie. <laughs> I will fly. Please do. To to huh? Please do. Man, you know what, Danger Hawk? I'm gonna make this promise to you. As from from human of Earth to Danger Hawk of cyberspace, <laughs> I'm gonna say, come early next year, I will make it a personal mission to see Danger Hawk live in action in Shakara. All right. <laughs> Awesome. Some sometime between now and early next year, which is January. I just need to get the funds first. <laughs> okay. Understandable. But definitely I will put you to that. I w- and if if it's not Shakara, I'm hoping that someone here in South Florida, you know, is listening to this interview with you and decides, Hey, let's book the the Hawks down here, the Cyberhawks. So That'd be know. awesome too. You never Yeah, you know. never know. I, I hope so. Yeah, well, hopefully. So, in, in that being case, uh, Mr. Hawk, I, again, thank you so very much for sharing some of your information here about cyberspace, about Shakara, about your mass wrestling, about your opinion on like being a mass superstar and what you would do in certain cases, uh, and of course, even going in depth about your one-year experience. So I thank you very, very much for all those opinions. But before you go, let's go ahead and reach out to the fans. Let's grow your, your popularity a little bit, you know, with every promotion counts. How can fans sure. follow you on social media, like Facebook fan page? Uh, do you have a Twitter, Instagram? I know that's a thing now. How can bookers get a hold <laughs> of you for any kind of inquiries? And where can fans catch you next live in case they're tuning in a little late now? Okay, well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at DangerHawk2000. And this Saturday, I defend the Jakar Young Lions Cup Championship against Sage Phillips live, 3 p.m. at the Wrestle Factory in Northeast Philadelphia. Awesome. And also, how can the bookers get a hold of you for any kind of inquiries, Mr. Hawk? DangerHawk2000 at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, folks, make sure you reach out to DangerHawk, whether you're a fan or you're a promoter wanting to bring in the Cyberhawks to your promotion. There's all the information you need. Make sure to follow them as they are amazing young superstars. They are only, like, especially Danger, only one year experience, but the man knows how to entertain your crowd. So I'm definitely promising you they are worth every penny, whether you're a fan or a booker. Make sure you reach out to DangerHawk about that. Mr. Um, it, it's Go ahead. Uh, one more thing. It's danger with a J. Apparently here on Earth, it's spelled differently. It's D-A-N-J-E-R-H-A-W-K. Okay, so D-A-N-J-E-R, guys. Not G, not, not, not like dang, is Dangerhawk. D-A-N-J-E-R, guys. Make sure you follow them. Send them any kind of booking inquiries. 
or follow them on social media. They are extremely worth it. Take it from a wrestling fan myself and a former promoter of Sweetwater Pro. They are very worth your time. Mr. Hawk, is there any last words before you go? I would just advise everyone to make sure if you can't make it to the Wrestle Factory, you can subscribe to Jakartopia and Powerbomb TV, and then you can enter the danger zone. Awesome. Thank you so very much, Mr. Hogg. I do appreciate your time. Yeah. I hope you have a great night. And uh, if you're flying out to cyberspace tonight, uh, be careful. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> My pleasure. Have a good night, sir. You too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. That was the young and ever-so-improving Danger Hawk. M- man is on a mission to actually impress all his fans and every promotion that he steps forward in, being only one year in this business and already the Young Lions Cup champion. Guys, that's all we have to do here for Russell City Radio. I have to say good night to all of you and stay real. Good night, folks. <laughs>